Vodafone's new plans that'll take you global. A chance to win one of four Dyson vacuums valued at $1,000. The Samsung smartphone that you can take underwater. All this week on Your Tech Life. Hosting for Your Tech Life. Proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Yes, so much to talk about this week on Your Tech Life, episode 203. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. However you're listening, right across Australia. Uh, YourTechLife.com is the place to go to get in touch. Or you can call the web, call the phone number, 1-800-157-157. Always great to hear from you. Send me an email. Um, tell me where you're listening, how you're listening, what radio station you're listening on. doesn't matter. Um, always great to hear from people who are tuned in. Uh, to your tech life. If this is the first time you're listening, thanks for joining us. Uh, this is a show where I try and bring you a bit of news on technology, uh, and it's where you can have your say on technology. So if you've got a problem with technology, a question about technology, uh, just get in touch. Send me an email at yourtechlife.com. As I mentioned at the kickoff of the show, I'm going to talk a little bit about the, the, the revamped Vodafone, which is hitting stores this week. A whole new approach from Vodafone, and I've had a a little bit of time to get an insight into some of that behind the scenes. Um, I've also uh, want to talk to you about the new Dyson DC54 vacuum. Um, this is a stunning piece of technology, to be honest, and uh, we'll talk to one of the senior engineers from Dyson about that, as well as let you know how you could win one. This is a $1,000 vacuum. Uh, pretty impressive stuff, but I've got four to give away. One, two, three, four. Four to give away. So stand by for that. Plus, Samsung's new Galaxy S4. It's it's not the new version. It's the wet version. It's the active version, as they call it. So I'll tell you about that as well. All of that on your tech life. And it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technologies. I'll tell you about them again shortly too. Um, stay listening for all of those things. But of course, as I always say, get in touch. Send me an email, yourtechlife.com. So uh, I was lucky enough to spend a couple of days last week with the CEO of Vodafone, Bill Morrow, uh, as well as their, their new chief marketing officer, uh, Kim Clark, uh, among others. And, and let, let's be honest, this was, um, this was a media trip. Uh, about 10 journalists were uh, uh, taken to, uh, to New Zealand, to Queenstown, New Zealand, uh, flying Virgin Australia. Now, I mention that because um, Bill Morrow was, or is or was on the board of Virgin and therefore was able to do a nice little deal with Virgin. So I think they got the flights uh, comped to them, comped for free, that is. Um, and, you know, there's some similarities between Virgin and Vodafone in terms of their brand position, uh, in terms of the, the work that needs to be done on the brand to, to, to relaunch it. But it was very interesting spending a couple of days um, with you know the CEO of this company and discussing some of the some of the changes that are going on there. Now, <clears throat> really, several strands to this whole conversation, um, and I could probably break them down into uh, a new Samsung phone, which I'll talk about later. But that's exclusive to um, to Vodafone for for a little while. It's called the Samsung Galaxy Active, and so given that we're uh, getting near water and jet boats and snow in Queenstown the perfect place to test that phone. So I'll tell you about that a little later. Um, the second thing was to understand what changes are going on in Vodafone. Um, what do they need to do to change the, the company? What do they need to do to turn it around? And the third thing is global roaming. 
Now, some big changes in global roaming going on right now, so let's talk about that first. Um, Optus last week announced their uh, their global roaming plans. Basically, they split the world into two zones. Zone 1, Zone 2. Uh, zone 1 is pretty much the whole world except um, the Middle East and, and a few other countries. Um, and basically, they've, they've just listed very clearly, transparently, all the pricing. So the per minute rate, the, the text rate and the data rate <clears throat> when you're traveling in those countries if you're an Optus customer. So transparency around the pricing and simplicity around the pricing doesn't stop bill shock, though. And then they announced that a $10 a day bolt-on could get you um, a whole stack of usage plus 30 meg of data. So not a bad deal. 30 meg is pretty easy to get through, though, in, in a day or so. <clears throat> so that was what Optus did. And, and Vodafone, I think, mm, probably three or four weeks ago, announced uh, their $5 a day Roaming plans, and this gets me back to the point of this trip. Uh, you know, make it sound like you like, and this this was, in all intents and purposes, a great junket. It was a great trip uh, to be part of because we had a lot of fun. But the whole point was what we did in two days is kind of the stuff that you might do in a week as a tourist. Uh, you know, when we went jet boating, we had dinner at a beautiful restaurant on the on the on the mountainside. Uh, we went full driving. We, we did clay trap shooting. We had a beautiful, exclusive, exotic lunch. We did a helicopter flight up to the snow and all these kind of things. Fantastic stuff. And when you do those kind of things on holidays and you've got a smartphone, what do you want to do? You want to take photos. You want to share them with your friends. Um, you know, put it on Facebook. Put it on Instagram. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, share it on Twitter. Um, but you're not going to do that when you're traveling because of global roaming. Um, the, the cost would be prohibitive almost. Well, see, the idea here was, hey, here's a Vodafone SIM card. Um, here's this $5 a day. So for just $5, I was able to send as much tweets as I like, Instagram my photos and literally get on Bragbook, sorry, Facebook, uh, and share those photos. <clears throat> and the, and the, the principal part of this plan is, is not, um, not really the, the $5 a day. It's the, it's the Rome like you're at home, I think what they call it. And um, I, I spent a bit of time clarifying this with Bill Morrow, the CEO of Vodafone. But essentially, let's say you travel, and this only applies, by the way, for, for Vodafone in the UK, the US, and the and US, sorry, New Zealand. So three countries. Uh, and, you know, 40% of travelers go there, so that's still not a bad thing. But essentially, if you have on these new plans that they've launched, a $65 plan, unlimited calls, unlimited text, and 1.5 gig of data, and a brand, a brand new phone. If you've already got a phone, a $50 a month, unlimited calls, unlimited texts, 1.5 gig of data. <clears throat> if you're overseas during the month, then while you're in America, for example, you can call whoever you like in America or whoever you like at home in Australia, unlimited calls. Same for texts. If you call someone in the UK while you're in the US... You pay your international cost. But while you're in the U.S., it's like you're at home. And Australia and the U.S. become dual homes. So the, the analogy I gave was if you spent five days overseas <clears throat> and you've got a 1.5 gig of data available per month, what you can do is you could use 500 meg of your data for 20, 25 days of the month. And for the five days that you're overseas, you could use a gig and your total, the amount you use overseas plus the amount you use at home, 1.5 gig. 
That's your normal plan. And this is the deal. For $5 a month, you get access to your normal plan. Um, it's, it's a pretty revolutionary thing. Now, <clears throat> sure, not everyone travels and, and travels that much. But so for me, for example, if I was to, in January when I go to CES in Las Vegas, I've got my Vodafone plan. When I land in America, if I make a phone call, it charges me $5 for that day. If I don't use my phone at all, I don't get charged for a day. It's an opt, opt-in situation. You don't have to make a phone call. You don't say, I want to use this. It's part of your plan. Um, but while I'm in America, I can use my phone as much as I like within my normal plan. Plus, if I think I need more data, you've got your normal bolt-on. So for, I think it's $10, you can add a gigabyte of data. I think there's real legs in this, probably not in terms of value. So these plans actually probably don't present brilliant value. And they're certainly not the best value. Your Aldi's and Amazim's do have that. But the ability to pop off overseas, huge difference and, and huge value for people that do do that. <clears throat> so well worth considering. And the other thing about these plans, and they're called the red plans if you go into a Vodafone store, the other thing is they, when you need customer service, you get the Hobart call center. So they invested in, a, in in expanding the Hobart call center and people on these plans will get local call center access. So you're always speaking to a local customer service operator. And that's not to say that the call centers and operators overseas are bad. I had a fantastic experience recently with Boost. I was doing a live chat on the computer with someone. I asked them where they were. They said the Philippines and I, I was, they were fantastic. Brilliant service. I don't know, gripes, but... Are people willing to pay for that little little extra of being getting Australian customer service? I'd be interested to see how that plays out for Vodafone. So that's the new plans, the red plans. They're sixty-five, eighty, and a hundred dollars, uh, unlimited, infinite texts and calls, as they say, and uh, one point five, two point five, and five gig of data, respectively, <clears throat> and fifteen dollars less if you bring your own phone. Pretty darn good deal, um, and I I thought the experience of having an absolute blast for a couple of days uh, proved to me that when you are on holidays and you're having fun, you, you do want to use your phone. You want to be able to ring people. You want to be able to uh, send texts. You want to be able to tweet or Facebook or send emails or photos. So well worth looking at. The other thing that, that I wanted to talk about was the, the journey that Vodafone have taken. Um, and <laughs> Bill Morrow said they've approached it like a, um, a breakup. And to the point where they're, ne- they're not going to send a formal letter anymore. You won't get a letter saying, Dear Trevor from Vodafone. It'll be a much more informal approach. Uh, and they see this, they see every customer that leaves them as a breakup. And what they did was actually play this out. Um, that in the office, over a course of time, they, they sent an email chain so that the customers was breaking up with Bill and they'd send Bill an email, you know, pouring their heart out and he'd reply. And they, they got to, really understand and feel the emotion of this of this customer to the point where they were, you know, writing in lipstick on the mirrors in the bathrooms and just trying to get everyone to understand in the building that losing a customer is like losing a lover. And it was it was kind of a really interesting approach. Um, well worth hearing, to be honest, and it makes me realise that they are taking this whole thing very seriously. This is a three-year deal for them. They're not going to turn it around this year, but they've been losing customers month after month after month and they're hoping to buck that trend they're hoping to start growing their customer base from here on in 
So that'll be interesting when that happens. And uh, I, personally, I, I've been on the Vodafone network for uh, a while now. I was with Red Bull Mobile, which was on the Vodafone network um, for probably six months a year. And I've been directly with Vodafone now for uh, I don't know, a few months since they launched the, the 4G, uh, so probably in June. And I've got to tell you, I don't have any problems. I mean, I'm not getting call dropouts. I'm getting pretty good data. Um, so from my point of view, the network has improved. And the, the idea they've got is a network guarantee where if you sign up, you within 30 days, you can take it back and, and say it's not good enough for me. But also, you, they won't let you sign up without checking your address for home, your work, and places you regularly go to check whether there is coverage there. So they're, they're putting their money behind their network. They're putting their money behind customer service, and they're putting their money behind value. So we shall see whether these plans buck the trend and reverse the, the purge that's occurring in customers. So uh, I'd be interested to hear from you, your experiences with Vodafone, um, to hear whether or not you've returned or left Vodafone, whether or not you've tried them lately. What's going on with that company? Are they, are they worth checking out? Uh, go to the website, yourtechlife.com, um, or call me on 1-800-157-157. And I've written up stories about the, the global roaming plans and the international um, changes that have been made by Optus and Vodafone, as well as these new red plans from Vodafone, and those stories are at eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, Tech Life. Life with Trevor Long. And you can get in touch. Just go to the website, yourtechlife.com, or you can call 1-800-157-157, wherever you're listening right across Australia. Now, I'm, I have... This is not a surprise that I'm talking about vacuums, okay? We've done it before. Um, Dyson is probably one of the most technologically advanced companies in the world. Um, and if you remember the conversations I've had in the past with, with engineers and, uh, and people in the R&D team at, at Dyson you'll realise this is more than just, um, you know, vacuums and dust. There's a serious amount of research that goes into building what are spectacular cleaning machines. Now, Dyson have this week announced and uh, available in September uh, a new new machine called the DC-54, which I had a look at a couple of weeks ago and I've been using at home since. And uh, to, to talk about that, joining me on the line from Japan, uh, Senior Design Engineer at Dyson, Martin Pico. Hey, mate, how are you doing? Hi, Trevor. How are you doing? Oh, I'm excellent. Now, this thing um, is a little bit mind-blowing when you think about uh, how you try and describe what it is. And I, I've had a couple of chats on the radio to, just today um, at the announcement of this this thing. I've got a I've got a, a Dyson vacuum cleaner which is probably eight to nine years old at a guess. And inside it, when I open up the the the, the capsule that has all the dust in it, and I empty it out, there's there's this one cone kind of cylinder uh and that uh, as i understand it is is the thing that creates the cyclonic action that that makes dyson um so renowned whereas this new one has 54 cyclones in it is that right that's correct yeah it just shows in a relatively short space of time how far we've come on but um it sounds like your original machine does have like a, a single cyclone which is mm. when we first came out with the cyclone technology that's when we got rid of the whole bag system that yep. was inherent with all types of uh, vacuum cleaners but yeah we've come a long way since then we've got we've got 54 individual very small cyclones now on our latest dc54 product and so what what does a cyclone do how, how what is that doing so it's creating small literal cyclones of air and what are they doing how do they help clean that's exactly it exactly that the way that we use cycling technology is that basically if you've got the dirty air sucked up from your floor once it enters the cyclone it spins round and round very very quickly and obviously the shape of the cone means that as it goes to the bottom of the cone 
the actual diameter of the sides gets smaller and smaller. Mm. And what that does is it puts really high G-forces, the actual force on the dust particles in the air, and it flings those out of the air. And what happens, you get like a natural column of clean air then going up through the centre of the cyclone. And that's the system we use to separate dust and dirt from the airflow. And if people um, see a picture of this, and I've got plenty on the website, to, to, to go in back to real simplistic terms, the, the air, the, the, the vacuumed content, I guess, is coming in through the bottom of, of that cylinder, and the big bulky stuff is removed by a simple kind of filter layer not a, not a filter in, in the old sense, but it looks like it kind of gets stuck before it even gets near the cyclones. Is that correct? There's a first barrier there? That's exactly it. Yeah, when you look on all our Dyson products, you'll see this kind of clear outer container, and that's what we call the clear bin. And that's basically where you pick up all the larger stuff, like the mm. fluff and hair and large particles. They can be taken out of the air relatively easily. The speeds you need to spin the airflow means those large particles come out quite easily. Mm-hmm. But the real skill is actually taking out the very, very small microscopic dust from the airflow. And that's what we rely on, this, this cycling technology. And that's why people might see other bagless vacuums. And they may do a great job of picking up those big bits. But what you're saying to me is that because of these 54 little tiny cyclones, the, the big stuff removed and then the rest of the air that can fit through the basic holes there is sucked into a larger area, which then... All of, the, all of that is split into 54 little cyclones and there's a separation that's occurring there between dust and, and, and theoretically clean air and the clean air is then you know, pushed out the, the, the back, the exhaust of the vacuum. Absolutely, that's exactly it. And I think uh, obviously with DC54, the, the main thing that we're really excited about internally about our technology is the fact now that DC54 is the first ever vacuum cleaner which requires no maintenance whatsoever. Hmm. There is no, no filter. Absolutely, no filters you need to actually touch inside the product at all. There's literally just that bin which you, um, you've you created uh, on the bottom of the bin too, the, a similar thing that you've had for recent years in the, in the stick, uh, the smaller unit, the, the simple pop out and, and the, the bottom lid just falls off and you can empty it into the into the bin, the dustbin, uh, you know, the big auto bin out the side or whatever it might be and it's so easy to empty out um, that it becomes a real convenience to clean. Absolutely. You, you're right. I mean, it's something we've, we've realized on our products even since we started to design our very first cyclonic cleaners that, mm. you know, all, all products rely on some kind of filter or bag, you know, before the actual air is exhausted from the machine. Of course. Um, but our latest product now, we've got rid of that fuss. So actually, you don't have to remember to wash any filters. There's no replacement costs or maintenance required. And that's been like a bit of a holy grail for us for a number of years to achieve mm. that. It's actually technically very, very difficult to get a cyclone system that's so efficient. You can you basically don't need any filters or anything else in the system whatsoever. So would you class that that first layer um, that that kind of, that's that's theoretically a filter? It's a, it's a it's a place where where there's dust being captured. Once stuff gets through there, where does the dust go? That's that's captured by those fifty four little mini cyclones. Well, what happens is we've got like a we've got a secondary chamber um, inside the the bin. So mm. actually hidden away in the bottom, there's another separate chamber. And that works at a different pressure to the outer bin. So we have to seal off the two different chambers. But once you're on the inner chamber, the inside one, that's where we spin out the very, very fine particles mm. from the airflow. So all the very fine dust and pollen and allergens, that all gets separated from the airflow as well. So that when you empty the bin, you, know, you press the bin empty button and the bin base will then open up and it all empties together. So you, mm. you basically collect everything together and you can empty it in one go. Yep. 
the, the it's also running on the big ball um, based uh, drive system so you're pulling it around there's not wheels on it this is one big ball so it's really easy to maneuver around um, tell me about uh, and you know there's always stats and things when when these products are released but uh, according to those stats, this is a product that's six years in the making, and obviously it's not your salary alone, but $11.5 million worth of R&D goes into a product like this. It sounds to me like the kind of numbers that goes into making cars, you know, when, when they're designing new new cars. You're right, it is. We're pretty fanatic about what we do at Dyson, you're right. Um, we, we do spend a lot of time just testing and perfecting our technology before we launch a product. But um, with DC-54, it was a little bit unique. Um, it actually did take us longer. It took us six years. Um, typically, if we do a new vacuum cleaner, you know, it'd probably be around three to four years. Mm. But because this is such a big step to change in the technology and such a technically difficult thing to achieve, it's actually taken us six years from the brief being first set to actually having a product ready to sell. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Help me out with the with the different versions of this because I was talking to someone today. They said, "How much is it?" I said, "Oh, about eight hundred dollars," and it goes up to eleven hundred. What is the difference between, say, the multi floor and the animal? Okay, so what you get um, the actual, if you like, the main body of the machine is is identical. Right. The way it works and the performance you get is identical. It just depends on um, the type of home you've got and whether you have pets or you know if you've got allergies. Um, so it's really dependent on the amount of accessories you get with the product. So you mentioned there the animal uh, product. That contains specific tools which are very good at cleaning um, pet hair, for example, off the sofa and mm-hmm. other places in the home. So it all depends on what your, your unique requirements are in the home. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And now you've also at the same time uh, released uh, a new version of the of what I call the stick, uh, the digital slim. There's a million different names for it, but it's the it's the DC59. This is this kind of kind of very small unit in your hand, which you know you can have the long extension stick on, which is basically for me it replaces a broom. We we, we do the whole hard floors here real quick every night just with with this little unit. Um, this similarly has a, a larger number of uh, of cyclones in it than before, so uh, another step up for that product itself as well. Absolutely, yeah. This is this is again sort of quite a unique situation, having two sort of pretty much uh, brand new products launched at the very same time. Mm. Um, yeah, DC59 then is is essentially our latest generation of the slim um, digital products, mm-hmm. which utilise our own digital motor inside. But effectively, the great thing with this latest product is um, it offers you the same performance that you get with a normal barrel cleaner. So one that you'd plug in that's clunky and, and will lead to sort of get out and clean all the time. Mm. This one you can just take off the charging dock station and then clean without a cord so you can clean throughout yeah. the home. And you get yeah. about 20 minutes runtime. Mm. It's unbelievable. It's such a simple and easy-to-use thing. Tell me um, just quickly, you're in Japan. Um, what, what's, the, what's the size of the team in Japan and how does that operate when Dyson is such a renowned UK company? There's manufacturing in, I think, Malaysia. So what, why the, why the J- Japanese office? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good question, but you're right. The, the company setup is all our, sort of, if you like, our primary ideas and research and innovation goes on in our UK headquarters. Mm. But um, there's myself and another chap out here in Japan, and we're kind of like the eyes and ears on the Asian markets. Because obviously there's specific sometimes with certain markets where they may have different cleaning habits or requirements for a product. Mm. So we do a lot of research um, in Japan and other countries to sort of tailor our products specifically for those markets yeah. and it's something we've been doing now for about 10 years where we do launch products specific say for example to japan where they've got slightly different requirements 
Um, and it's something that's worked really well for us. I think um, Japanese customers are quite sort of, um, pleased to hear that we are focusing on their needs. Yeah. So, for example, the classic one is um, the size of the home. You know, the size of the homes here in Japan are typically smaller than um, UK and, and yeah. their homes in Australia. So sure. their requirements are for a smaller, more compact product. But again, they want the same kind of no loss of suction performance from Dyson products. So that, that produces a bit of a challenge because we've basically got to miniaturize our technology. And that's, that's obviously no um, easy thing to do as well. No, that's right. And, and that's why the, um, the, the, the digital slim, the little DC-59, is, is so improved because you, you've got to cater for that market where, that, where that, um, that is basically the primary vacuum in, in those kind of homes, I guess. Absolutely, that's exactly it. That's what we're finding in Japan. It, it's taken off massively. People are really sort of now almost changing their, their, their cleaning habits and almost getting rid of the idea of needing to have like a, a bigger product that you plug into the wall. It's mm. something that you just take out and you can use it immediately and you can run pretty much through your whole home with the run times you get on our products. Mm. And now, obviously, with 59, um, you, you get the complete performance that you would have got on a normal plug-in product anyway. So yeah. I think people are changing their, their sort of concept of what cleaning means. And I've got one. I mean, it's what, what I use at home. It's, it's so convenient. Like every day, sort of, you don't need to do a full cleaning routine. You just get out and just clean, say, for example, in the kitchen area. Like yeah. me, I'm making a bit of a mess. <laughs> it's ideal. Just get it out for three or four minutes, and, and you can clean the entire sort of um, floor space. So yeah. Yeah, very, it's just all about convenience, really. Well, you're a lucky man, I think, uh, and I've said to you and, and others before, I think if you wanted to get into uh, design engineering, uh, there couldn't be many more companies that you'd want to aim to be working at than Dyson, given the, the respect that James Dyson gives to, to the engineering and development of new products and, uh, and I guess, the innovation that's occurring at, at an organization like that. So you're a very lucky man, I guess. And, uh, I am. And I am. Yeah, you're right. I, I do remind myself that quite regularly. It's, it's, it is a fantastic company. And, you know, the, the way we're going now, that's how we like to be seen is, is a technology company. So yeah. not, not a company that just does vacuum cleaners or bladeless fans. You know, we're looking at all sorts of different technologies and applications. So it's really exciting times. It's great to be involved with that. It's really frustrating for those of us that, that look at the look from the outside in because we just we just want to know what's that one thing that you're working on that's going to come out in five years. But it's that whole if I told you, you'd have exciting. to kill me kind of it's thing. Very exciting, isn't it? but it's, no, it's like no one can look to the future. I mean, that, that's what makes it so exciting. We just don't know what's coming out next. So yeah, it, it is great. It's fantastic. The to closest be with that. the closest thing to seeing the future is having the opportunity to build it, and that's as close as the closest we'll ever get to that is someone like you. So uh, good on you, mate, and uh, good luck with the uh, coming development. I can only imagine what it is, but uh, thanks for the chat about this product. No problem. Yeah, great to talk to you, Trevor. Good on you, Martin. And uh, and you can read more about that uh, that on my website, uh, yourtechlife.com. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Yourtechlife.com, the place to go to get in touch. Uh, now, just speaking with Martin there from Dyson uh, about the DC-54 unbelievable vacuum, I've got this fantastic idea which, um, for some crazy reason, Dyson have agreed to and uh, and supported They've sent me four Dyson DC-54s. These are $1,000 products, $999. And what I'd like to get is a bit of a social relay going on, a social review relay. So what I want to have happen is I want to find 16 people, 16 people who are interested in, in reviewing a Dyson vacuum. You don't have to write a long thing. I'll ask you a couple of questions and you answer them and... If you're on Twitter or Facebook, I'd like you to share that experience, you know, photos and, and just thoughts with your friends and, and your network. Um, it's, it's a sim- simple idea, the Dyson uh, social 
review relay. And I'd like 16 people to go to the website, eftm.com.au, um, find the, um, find the Dyson product and, uh, and go for the review and click the link and tell me what you look for in a vacuum. And I'll judge 16 people to be finalists, um, in, in a couple of weeks from now. And then over the course of four weeks, those four vacuums will be sent out to you to play with for a few days. Clean the house, muck around with it, see how it goes. We'll get it back, we'll send it to the next person, and the relay continues for four weeks until all 16 people have reviewed the vacuums. And then we'll judge four winners, and four people will get to keep that $999 product. So it's a fun idea. It's very easy to enter. Just go to eftm.com.au and look for the Dyson uh, review and, uh, and click on the entry form. And uh, tell me in uh, in simple terms what you look for in a vacuum, and then I'll um, I'll pick out and judge sixteen finalists. And as I say, four vacuums go to four people each week for four weeks, uh, and at the end we'll we'll find four people to win them. Uh, great fun idea, and hopefully you'll be able to share some uh, some of your thoughts on the Dyson vacuum with um, with people um, in your network. So um, have a look, check it out, and, uh, and enter, because uh, it's fun and probably very easy to win. I want to mention also, um, earlier today, and I record on a Tuesday, earlier today I did the first um, of a series of, of workshops with Telstra um, at the Telstra Icon Store in, uh, in Sydney, uh, which is their big Telstra store on the corner of uh, George and, and King Streets, essentially, where the Darrell Lee is. It's kind of, it loops around the old Darrell Lee store. It's directly opposite the big Apple store in the city. Uh, and they've got a little, little room, a little auditorium function room upstairs. And we did, uh, we did a free internet training workshop. Uh, and the idea here was to, as they say in the flyer, unravel the mysteries of the internet and learn how to surf the web using an iPad at a free monthly tech savvy seniors workshops. Uh, and they started today. And there's another one every month, uh, September 24, Tuesday. Tuesday, October 29, and Tuesday, November 26. Uh, they're in the, in the city, as I say. Uh, there's only 30 people at a time. So if you're a, a, a keen-to-be tech-savvy senior, uh, experienced Australian, as we like to call them, um, then you can, you can get in touch with Telstra. And I'll give you the phone number. It's 1-800-506-532. Uh, 1-800-506-532. You'll be able to get it in touch with them and, and book to take part in one of these sessions. The Tuesday, the 24th of September, Tuesday, the 29th of October, and Tuesday, the 26th of November. So Tuesday is kind of last Tuesday of the month. It's a two-hour session, runs from 10 to 12, and basically we give everyone an iPad to loan for those two hours, and we just have a play around. I'll show you how they work. Um, we, we browse the internet, we surf the internet, uh, we search the internet, uh, we have some scones for morning tea, and, uh, and then we talk about what other things can, can be done or, or the internet can be useful for. Uh, and I think it was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed meeting uh, a few great people interested in technology and, and the internet to try and learn some more. So if that's the kind of thing that, that takes your interest, um, send me an email if, if you struggle to remember that number, but it's a podcast so you can rewind it. Uh, the phone number one eight hundred five zero six five three two. Tell them 
where you heard about it. And uh, I look forward to potentially seeing you there at the Telstra Icon Store uh, sometime soon. And Your Tech Life is brought to you by Garmin. Now, I found to, to, today, just browsing the website, garmin.com.au, the Garmin Fit application for your iPhone. Now, <clears throat> the reason this is interesting to me is because I've started walking um, out of spite. Uh, my wife doesn't think I can walk 20 kilometers, so um, I'm going to try. So I've started walking 10Ks. I thought that was pretty easy. The 20 might be difficult. Anyway, Garmin Fit lets you make the most out of your exercise routine. It puts a wealth of valuable data right at your fingertips. So using your smartphone's GPS, the app tracks your movements and provides you with your current speed, distance, travelled, elapsed time and calories burned. Plus, um, you've got built-in music features so you can select the perfect soundtrack for your workout. And at the completion of the workout, the app automatically uploads your workout data to Garmin Connect, uh, their website, where you can view the map, easily track your progress and share your workouts with others and much, much more. So you can also link it up with a range of sensors that Garmin have. So a great little product called Garmin Fit. And you wouldn't believe it, it's 99 cents in the iTunes store. I just had a look in the App Store and found it there for 99 cents. And that goes beautifully along with all the other great fitness products that Garmin have. They've got running products, multi-sport products, swim products, cycling products, golfing products. They've got everything you need if you're into active and, and, and fitness, um, whether it's golf or cycling or just triathlons, running, swimming, doesn't matter. Uh, Garmin have a product to suit you, and you can check them all out at garmin.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Now, um, a couple of products that I do see around a lot, and I found another one this week um, called the Smarter Charger. Now, you know, batteries running out is an absolute nightmare at the worst of time on your smartphone, and these things I find are great when you're not, – not when you're at work at home because you probably should just have a charger in both places, but um, if you're at an event or you're out and about, a uh, great thing to keep – in the car glove box or in your pocket, wherever, whatever you're doing. And this one here um, is an Aussie company uh, who've come out with this one called the Smarter Charger. Now, the product is called the Smart One. Uh, currently retails for 30 bucks. It's on, uh, available online, uh, smartercharger.com.au. And uh, comes in, I don't know, like seven different colors. Uh, red, green, black, pink, yellow, white, blue. Um, and... It's quite a flexible little thing because it has a USB and a micro USB and a little dongle that you attach to it with, with pretty much every connection you could want, <clears throat> including an iPhone 5 adapter. Now, I will say up front, I've not yet been able to get it to charge my iPhone 5, uh, which is a bit of a problem, but um, uh, it has charged everything else I've plugged into it, so I've just got to check that adapter. But if you've got anything other than iPhone 5 at this point, until I recommend otherwise, uh, great little product, 30 bucks. And it'll basically give you a 100% charge on nearly all phones. Uh, there's a couple with big batteries that'll only give you about 85%, but still uh, pretty cool. Um, and a great little Aussie company, 100% um, Australian-owned operated company based in Adelaide. Uh, proud to announce the the Smart One. Uh, so the company is called Smarter Charger. Um, I'm tipping... They're pretty much stuck in the um, charging space, given the name of the company, but <laughs> I'm not sure what other products they could possibly come out with. Uh, but worth checking out, smartercharger.com.au. Now, I mentioned earlier, um, as we headed off to, to New Zealand uh, last week with Vodafone, uh, Samsung and Vodafone announced that the Samsung Galaxy S4 Active 
um, was being made available exclusive to Vodafone for the next few months. This is the Galaxy S4. Now, remember, this is the absolute flagship smartphone other than the iPhone in the market, uh, the Galaxy S4. Now, recently, the Galaxy S4 Mini was announced also on Optus and Telstra, and I reviewed that at EFTM.com.au, uh, thanks to Moby City. But uh, the the Galaxy S4 Active is everything you'd want in the S4. Same screen size, you know, big phone, but it's waterproof. So the idea there is, uh, you know, if you're prone to accidents or you're an active user, perfect device. Now, it's about a $700 unit if you buy it from Samsung Direct, but you'll probably pick it up on one of those $65 red plans at um, at Vodafone. Uh, the Galaxy S4 Active, um, look, it's pretty much everything the S4 is, minus a couple of things. The camera's not quite as, as big and good, but I tell you right now, if that's the sort of thing that worries you, then you probably should just buy a digital SLR camera because it's not that bad. It's just a very slight uh, de- degradation in, in quality, that, which you won't notice on the phone, nor when you print normal photos, especially if you're Instagramming. Um, so that's not to worry about. The screen resolution isn't as high as the Galaxy S4, and the screen itself is slightly different technology. It's a TFT, not an AMOLED. But again, I don't think that you're going to notice that when you're using it. I didn't notice any of those things while well, I used it for a couple of days. The Galaxy S4 Active um, looks to me like a pretty great option for people that um, that want a smartphone and maybe have problems with dropping them in water or whatever. I'm going to get this one to my brother-in-law who's a diver and see whether we can get some cool uh, underwater vision from the Galaxy S4. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not quite sure. Um, whether it'll cope, I um, I dipped my hand in the Queenstown Lake uh, and nearly froze it. <laughs> it was very cold uh, and took a couple of snaps. It wasn't brilliant, but it was also just you know very quick and, and blurry. But uh, then we had we're doing the four wheel driving, a lot of water splashing up. So I reached out the window, took some snaps, and got some great snaps. Um, and you know, no concerns about it getting wet. That's the whole point. So the Galaxy S4 Active is the phone, uh, and uh, well worth checking out. I've got a full review of that at uh, eftm.com.au. Check it out. Um, I'd love to see your th- hear your thoughts. Uh, you can send me an email. Just go to the website itself again, uh, yourtechlife.com. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your Tech, Tech Life with Trevor Long. Um, I wanted to wrap up today by telling you a little bit more. I talked recently, a while ago, about the Holden VF Commodore. Uh, now, we, we like reviewing the cars at EFTM, but uh, Bowen seems to get a hold of them more than I do, the better ones. But um, interestingly, um, I've been playing with the, the Holden Calais lately, and the technology in this thing is, is almost mind-blowing, really. For, for an Aussie car that's kind of a 45 grand vehicle, you've got blind spot monitor. So in your mirrors, so actually in the physical side mirrors, there's a little orange light that flashes if there's someone in the next lane so you just won't merge because when you look at the mirror it's there's a light there you won't be you wouldn't be that silly it has a lane departure warning so when you if you drift across the dots it'll actually beep at you because it can see the dots and it's looking for them it has a forward collision alert so if if the cars in front of you stop dramatically and you maybe don't notice it'll flash a big red light in front of your face which hopefully will give you that extra prompt to put your foot on the brake um, it's got a reverse traffic alert. Now, that's pretty standard reverse park alert, but what this thing does is if you're reversing out of a car space uh, and you, it'll look down the road, so it'll look 
not just behind it, but also left and right behind it. So you've got to see something coming. That's hard to imagine, but it works very well. As well as the normal reverse camera and parking assists, plus it self-parks. So both parallel and perpendicular parking, it'll actually park itself. All you do is control the throttle and it controls the steering wheel. Um, I'll have a bit more of a play around with that over the coming weeks, but um, very nice vehicle. Um, and this technology in an Aussie car um, is just spectacular. Now, the other thing in it is a an 8-inch colour touchscreen. Now, the, the Series 2 Commodore recently, um, about a, two years ago, two, two and a half years ago, released... Um, also had a very nice entertainment system where you could you know, put CDs in and it would store them and save them on a hard drive. This one has all that, Bluetooth and all those different things, but it also has the ability, if you plug an iPhone in, it, it has direct interaction with Stitcher and Pandora. Now, those two apps are apps that allow you to... Um, Stitcher allows you to basically listen to podcasts, so you can actually listen to Your Tech Life and Two Blokes Talking Tech on Stitcher. So it kind of creates a radio station out of podcasts. It's an on-demand radio station. So Stitcher is what that's called. And if you've got the app on your phone, the icon in the MyLink system um, becomes clickable, touchable, and then you can control the Stitcher app through the, the touch screen on your dashboard. And the same with the Pandora app. So Pandora is a streaming music service. Basically, it creates kind of themed radio stations um, you create those radio stations or those themes on your computer and then when you plug in your phone they're all there now I, I, the people at Holden sent me a couple of links to like a Holden Aussie driving tunes and different things like that and, and it's essentially think about people that drive outside of the cities you've got plenty of variety in the city with, with radio stations but if you don't if you're not in the city um, you just plug in <clears throat> plug in uh, Pandora and there you are you've got all the all the music you could ever want. Uh, so fantastic stuff, and, and the, the Stitcher and Pandora integration uh, is not to be laughed at. It's a, it's a fantastic integration. They've done a great job. Nine-speaker Bose audio system, uh, heated driver's seats, electric sunroof, sat-nav, all those different things. This is an absolute beast of a car, and it's only $46,000. Um, for what it is, that is amazing. So well worth checking out. If you're in the market for a car, I would pop into your local Holden dealer, Tell them what you're looking for because um, I think you I think you'll be very very impressed with that one. Uh, so check it out, um, and we'll have more details on that. It's in the EFTM garage now, so you can check that out at EFTM.com.au. Your tech life with Trevor Long. That's about it for another week. Um, do visit the website yourtechlife.com or EFTM.com.au um, and read all the stuff we're doing there. Plus, you can follow EFTM on Twitter at EFTM. You can follow Your Tech Life on Twitter at Your Tech Life. And you can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. So always great to hear from people who follow and say good day. It's, um, it's a nice, easy medium where we can have one-on-one communication with each other and uh, Feel free to uh, get in touch and say good day. It's nice and easy. Um, I love hearing from people and chatting to people there as well. And if you're interested in those um, uh, Telstra uh, seniors uh, uh, workshops, um, just get in touch, send me an email, go to the website, yourtechlife.com, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is Your Tech Life.